Welcome to the Be Still My Soul podcast. This is Pastor Ray Brandon bringing daily encouragement to the church. We're in the Gospel Project in Unit 22, Session 3, Daily Study 3 from John chapter 5, verses 16 through 23 today. John chapter 5, verses 16 through 23. And we are continuing with the Bible study principles. And so you can utilize and and use these Bible study principles in your study of God's Word. And today we're in one particular principle that is so important. I say that with every one. They're all important um, that we approach um, this uh, study of God's Word with an understanding of how it is done or how it needs to be done. And uh, this particular principle is text and framework, text and framework. Um, So what does this mean when we talk about the principle of text and framework? The text is the passage from the Bible. So you are studying from John chapter 5 this week, and that's your text. The framework is our understanding of the way things are and how they work. So the framework is our understanding of reality and how everything works together. And what we have is the Bible actually changes how we view reality. You, You think about this. If you grew up and you were taught an evolutionary worldview, in other words, that everything is simply materialistic, that kind of worldview informs the value that you place on people because people really are just the sum total of the chemistry that their body makes up. And as we know, we're mostly water. So a few gallons of water, that's what a human life is is valued at. Now, most people would say, oh, no, that's not true. A human life is more valuable than that. Um, but if to be consistent as a materialist, you have to say, no, you know, you can go down to the local chemistry store and you can purchase all the chemicals that make up a human body. And so whatever that bill comes to, then that's the monetary value of a human being. Um, they're only the price of the market value of those chemicals. But we know, wait a minute, a human is much more valuable than that. And why is it? Why do even people that affirm evolution um, from a materialistic evolution, why do they affirm the value of humanity on a greater level than the mere chemicals they make up? Well, they're borrowing from the Christian worldview. They're borrowing from the way that God says reality um, works, that God created, that he spoke into existence the world and that he created Adam from the dust of the ground and then he breathed into Adam the the breath of life and that Adam and subsequently Eve formed out of the rib of Adam were both created in the image of God and so Adam and Eve have equality but they have intrinsic value because they are created by God and they are created in the image of God. God is the one who assigns value to humanity and assigns a particular value to all of life. And that is the framework of, of the Christian worldview. How did we get to that? We got to that through the text. So the text um, challenges and shapes our framework. However, we're all bringing framework to the text. We're all bringing this kind of understanding that we have. We can't escape it. So it's it's our ability, when we talk about text and framework, it's our ability to hold the framework loosely as we allow the text to inform our framework. So everyone has a framework. 
framework is necessary for organizing and expressing thoughts and it develops over time through what we're taught, what we experience, what takes place in history. Um, COVID has affected our framework. As we experience new information, we decide to either reject or accept and it reshapes, uh, reshapes our framework. Some frameworks are thought out and consistent with God's word and others are not. And so if we desire over a lifetime, our frameworks can be shaped by God's word. There's a change in framework. There's a shift that happens in our framework. Framework affects how we read the Bible. So when we sit down and study a text, frameworks influence the way we think about God and man and sin and suffering and salvation and many other things. Some frameworks accurately reflect the biblical text and others do not. And so we have to recognize the distinction between text and framework as well as the influence of our frameworks um, exercise over the text and over our understanding. The Bible often oftentimes confronts our framework. We, we say this, the text is king. The text is king. God's word must rule over and shape our frameworks. So how does this happen? Um, we have to work to understand our framework. We've got to work to understand ourselves. Calvin talks about this, that we, in order to understand God, we have to understand ourselves. In order to understand ourselves, we have to understand who God is. And, but it is the text that's king and, and shapes that. We have to ask God to reveal where our framework differs from the text. And then we have to ask God to change us. And, and bring to our mind and our emotion, our will, alignment with the Word of God. Um, this is incredibly important. The nature uh, of Scripture um, says that there's a uniqueness to God's Word and that God's Word alone produces life and accomplishes His purpose. And so there's a, also a call that God has on our lives. God commands us to listen to His Word, to serve it, and to proclaim it because it is His Word. And, and we even pause and say, do we have that kind of reverence? for the text. Um, it is not that we should bow down to it as an idol. We should not put it on the level of God, but it is God's word. And we ought to proclaim it, obey it, serve God who, who makes his word known through the text. Um, the result that is produced where when frameworks rule, God's word is made void. Um, where text is king, God brings life. If you want life in your family, then let the text be the king of the home and let everyone in the home serve the God of the text. Um, uh, everything else is idolatry. Everything else is death. The, the task that we have is at hand is to help us think through our frameworks, to apply the melodic line and align our emotion our mind and our will with God's own heart. You know, today we have this um, sinful idea that our emotions are, are that our emotions are king, and don't ever hurt my feelings. Um, but God's word tells us that we can take every thought captive and conform it to God's word. It, it says that that our emotions as well, our desires do not have to rule over us. In fact, when they do, when these kinds of things are out of line, when these kinds of frameworks are out of line, um, and there is there is nothing good that, that comes from that. But when God's text is king over us, and the king of the text is allowed to rule and reign, God brings life. Text and framework.